On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks get a win against the Chicago Bulls, start 4-0. Luka Doncic limited, but the Mavericks found a way. We'll talk about that, maybe some other stuff on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we let it ride. Woo! Let it ride for the Mavericks. Let it ride for the Rangers World Series champs. Ring me. Give it to him. Give it ring to him. Me. Give him the ring. I guess the Mavericks played today. Thanks for being part of the show. Make it locked on Mavs. Your first listen today, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section what's one thing that stood out to you in the Mavs win against the Bulls, or just say something about just say go Rangers in the comment yeah. section. Let us know on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning Moneyline $5 bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And joining me, post-game co-host, friend of the pod, what you got for me? Slightly biased. Oh, man. If you were there in 2011, it's just this is just something else. I don't know how to describe it. I'm talking about the Rangers, by the way. I was gonna say. Also, I was gonna say <laughs> something else happened for the Mavericks. It feels really good too. But if you're there for 2011 for the Rangers, woo! Oh my gosh! Congrats to all the Rangers fans out there. If you are not a Rangers fan listening to this, just I mean, just sit back for a second because this is a this is an amazing moment for Dallas Fort Worth, the Metroplex, for any Rangers fan, for friends of the pod all over the place. I mean, this is just a monumental moment. The Rangers mean a lot to people here. Yeah, and it, think about it. If you're a Mavericks fan only, it's it's somewhat similar to 2011. There's just some mm. differences, right? Because you know, it's 2011. You had Dirk, the the franchise superstar, has been there forever. But it's you like had they the bu- it's like they bought Dirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about <laughs> they bought Dirk, but you had the heartbreaker, and then they just exercised all those demons. That's what it feels like right now. Well, and they lost 100 games like really recently too. Yeah, two years ago. They, like, refused to do anything. They refused to spend money. They refused to try and get better. And then they just decided, we'll spend half a billion dollars. A cool half a bill. Cool half a, a billion. Got a World Series out of it. Congrats to the Rangers. Go listen to Lockdown Rangers and Bryce Patrick today if you're interested in the Texas Rangers and more on that. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a fun time today. I'm sure I'm yeah. sure it'll be a fun show on that one. I'm sure. <laughs> on today's show, we'll talk about the Dallas Mavericks win over the Chicago Bulls, starting 4-0 and on the First season. on this season. First in the West, the Dallas Mavericks get the win. We'll talk about Derek Lively. I mean, just absolutely incredible in this one. Yo, you see Applejack? So great. We'll talk about Grant Williams with his seven threes. He had some cool things to say after the game. We'll talk about Derek Jones Jr., how he said he would dunk on his own mama. We'll talk about Mm. that. But I want to start here. The Mavericks have won all these games. Well, they won the three games before this. Just basically on the back of Luka Doncic. Luka mm-hmm. was incredible. Luka was superhuman at times, hitting threes at a clip we hadn't seen. I was on with Followell yesterday. Go listen to that show. And we were talking about how good his three-point shooting is. He was shooting better than Steph Curry, which is just unheard of for Luka and mm-hmm. for anybody to be shooting better than Steph yeah. Curry. In this game, I thought the Chicago Bulls 
had an incredible defensive game plan against him. They played him real tight. They played him physical. He wasn't getting the bumps, like the body bumps, fouls that he likes. And so he was getting really upset with the refs. And he wasn't getting his foul calls. And so the Mavericks adapted. The Mavericks adapted by kicking out like like they you know the Bulls would double and sometimes they wouldn't double but you kick out and you swing it around you find the open shooter they took 48 threes in this game insane I'm out of three that's one three a minute that is absolutely insane in this game they hit 20 of them and they took it like the Mavericks role players stepped up in a game that Kyrie didn't play and I thought that this was a big win for the Mavericks process wise a big win for the Mavericks and role player confidence wise and just a big win for the Mavs. No, yeah, agreed. And it was like I don't the Bulls to their credit, no Kyrie Irving, they decided, you know what? They don't really have any other super reliable ball handlers, so like you said, they just hard trapped Luka pretty much anytime he crossed half court. Yeah. They they you blitzed them on pick and rolls and the Mavericks, I mean, it felt like the adjustment was get the ball to Derek Lively in the short roll and let that kid make things happen. And his passing tonight was a tremendous. I mean, that was something that so that was something that some scouts, whenever I like watch videos or something about lively, some people would say, like, oh, he's he's shown some like pretty promising playmaking stuff. But man, tonight was very promising. Cause if you're running pick and rolls with Luca, oh, you're gonna have a lot of opportunities in that short roll to pass the ball. And that was just shocking stuff for a 19-year-old. You wanna know who called that? You wanna know who called the passing with Derek Lively months, months ago, like March, like back in March, February, on this podcast, he was sitting next to me tonight the whole game, and I just kept looking at him going, you called this, you told me this. Rafael Barlow of Locked on NBA Big Board came on this show, and before I even knew who Derek Lively was, I don't watch that much college basketball until it's time to get into draft prep, but way early, I saw the Mavericks weren't doing very good, and I thought they'd make it a top 10 pick, <laughs> and I was like, all right, let me, do, let me do a draft pod here in the middle of this awful end of the season. Raphael came on and was was telling me about this Derek Lively guy and telling me and he talked about you know what he's he's got these he can pass out of the short roll like that's going to be a skill he can bring to the NBA and we saw it on full display here I mean just some great passes some get the ball and like it was almost as if he knew there was going to be a guy in the corner I think Tim Cato asked him about it afterwards and said do you know that there was going to be guys in the spots where you threw it before you even threw it he's like yeah some of it was out of just our scheme and our structure of like there's always going to be guys there if you ever see luca throw to an open spot on the floor yeah. and like get mad it's because somebody's supposed to be there right like yeah. the no look passes he can do all those for a reason they know the guys are going to be in certain spots on the floor like they set that all up and it's there so derek lively knew on some of those passes six assists for him he had seven points the 13 rebounds i mean <sighs> Seven offensive. Seven on the offensive. A lot of them tip outs, which were just huge for the Mavericks. They got they get they got 24 second chance points. This is a new Dallas Mavericks slightly. Like, like that's we yeah. have, this is not something we've seen. When's the last time they got 24 second chance points? And I mean that that one, I don't was it in the fourth quarter? I think it was. That tip out to Tim Hardaway Jr., who hits he hits the three. He had a great game again tonight. He yeah, hits yeah. the three and it's a four point play. That that like swung the yes. game entirely. It felt like yeah. once that happened, the Mavericks just sort of took control of the rest of the game. So yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know the last time I've ever seen the Mavericks. It feels like win a game on the on the glass. They've out rebounded their opponents three times so far, and I've mentioned this a million times. They did that fourteen times the entirety of last season. They've done it three times in four games. That moment you said is seven minute and eleven uh, second mark of the fourth quarter. Lively got the offensive rebound and then the immediate kick, like got the ball yeah. and like didn't hold on to it too long. Immediately saw Tim and kicked out. And I think that's one thing, the unselfishness of Derek Lively to the 
accepting that I'm the role player that get on the floor and, and like chase after the loose balls, like do the dirty work kind of guy. Like he loves that stuff. Like that's the stuff that he knows is going to make a name for himself in the NBA. And so he got the ball, immediate kick out to Tim. Like just, that's a shooter. I'm not going to try and waste time trying to do a post up and, and you know, and do a bunch of BS and then like mess up the play. Yeah. That play happens. And then the Mavs go up by two after the, Tim Hardaway Jr. hits the free throw. Then like a minute later, I took a note. Luca is just getting tired of bump being bumped on offense. Didn't put any effort on defense on a play. And the Mavs have to call timeout. And I was like, Ooh, this is where it might come out from under. Like the bottom may fall out on them in, in, the, in this moment. Mavs are only up. They're only up like two or so. They're there. They're down two at this point when they took the timeout. And then they put in Jaden Hardy. <laughs> that was interesting. What a decision by Jason Kidd. It's one of those where you look real dumb if, if it doesn't work out and you look like a genius if it works out. And it did because they needed somebody else to attack. They needed somebody else that could put pressure on the defense. And they honestly needed somebody to attack Kobe White because they just had him out there and he was yeah. waiting. They were waiting for somebody to just cross him up all over the place. Uh, I was I walked as I was walking out of the arena. I was walking by Kobe White, and he did not look like he had a good night. <laughs> I just want to say he was very sad. It was not all love. It was not all love. You didn't um, hit him up. Hey, Rangers just won. Where are you going? And they took the timeout there, and then Grant hit a three, and then Hardy got a drive off of a Luca double, and the Mavericks went up by three. So that that's that shift right there, right after that play where Lively got the rebound. They were down by two, and then they went up by three in that moment. And I think that was such a huge swing in the game. But coming up. The where, where the Mavericks sealed the game is something we've been talking about all offseason and all the beginning of the season is their clutch offense. Five straight possessions they scored in the clutch. We'll talk about that, break that all down. Coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go check out Prize Picks right now. And with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you can pick LeBron James and Taylor Swift's girlfriend, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, at a 10-and-a-half combo of three-pointers made and receptions. You can do all that kind of stuff on there. Check out Prize Picks. They offer a reboot policy so that if your entry stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player gets rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance policy. Wouldn't that just be a bummer? Like you play a guy in Daily Fantasy and then he gets hurt in the first quarter? Well, try the reboot policy with Price Picks. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Play it today. Check it out. Just go check out Price Picks. See what's available. Pick more or less on the projections. Again, it's pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad, listening every day. If you want to support the show, text me, get text alerts from me. I send uh, notes all during the game and thoughts during the game. I'll send you funny stuff that I see at the game. I'll also send a watchback video where I'll break down some film. I'll, I'll do a quarter, probably be this fourth quarter, honestly, if I, I'm just looking at it because Yet again. Uh, an incredible one. So I'll break down the film of that so you get it right to your text sent to you. Subscribe to our subtext. Click the link in the description or text the number. All right, Slightly. Clutch time. We've been talking about this all offseason. Can the Mavericks be better in the clutch? Can they be? Can they have a better process and all that? Mm-hmm. So we talked about that moment in the fourth quarter where it felt like things shifted. Mavs took a timeout, got a couple of, of plays, and then all of a sudden the Mavs, you know, they're, they're kind of in it. They're only up three, and then five possessions in a row where it's Luka, it's Hardy, it's Grant Williams, Josh Green, and Derek Lively. 
They score five in a row on a Luca post up, and he got a bump and scored. Um, you got Hardy hit a three off of help from Luca, and then you had uh, the Mavs got an offensive rebound. Luca kicked out to uh, to Josh Green for a three, and that that sequence right there was just a game changer for the Mavs. Yeah, I mean, this is why all offseason I was like, listen, the clutch stuff that swings a lot. Yeah. And we saw tonight, a lot of it was just they hit threes at the end of the game because the defense is always naturally going to gravitate towards Luka, send help to Luka, and Luka is so smart. He knows the guy who's, all right, where's the help coming from? Where's the pass at? And if they hit threes, it's going to be great. And they hit threes tonight. Grant Williams has been tremendous. Josh Green hit a big three after having a really bad game, I thought, personally. Jane Hardy, yeah. like you said, hit a three. And that's, you know, that's the difference between – Oh, great. We're 4-0, 4-0 in clutch games. And last year, we lost more clutch games than anybody in the league just because stuff like that. And a lot of times, that's that's kind of lucky. I mean, it just is what it is. That's why I was saying the Mavericks will be better this year just because they were so bad in those clutch situations a year ago. They were bad in the clutches, but they got better in these moments. And I want to correct myself. They scored in three straight possessions, not five. I got really excited about that one. I got excited about that one. I miscounted the men, Liz. No so, one was gonna. No one was gonna check you on that. Oh, I would get. I would get five comments below that would just be like, <laughs> just be like, it was three. Dude, don't you know it was three? Don't you know anything That's about the, the Mavericks? That's the, the, the other two possessions were Vooch scored in transition over Lively, and then Vooch tried a, a post-up against Derek Lively and missed. And I wanted to point that out, too, because his defense against Vooch was pretty good. Yeah, we points, talked about that, too, didn't we? 20 boards for, for Vooch. Like, it's, it's a lot of boards, but it was 20 offense, It was twenty defensive rebounds. So it's like... I mean, someone's got to get rebounds. No one else really did for them. Nobody else for, did for them. And, and he scored... Like, Vooch scored on Lively a couple times. That's going to happen. He's a huge yeah. dude. He's got great touch. He's really crafty in some of that stuff. He's played basketball for freaking ever. And yeah. Lively, I thought, did a great job. Didn't get in foul trouble. Only, you know, finished with three fouls. Like, did a great job. And that was one of the plays. And with a minute 30 left, he... You know, Vooch missed a shot against Lively. They kept going back to that. Kept going back to that. And Mavericks kept going back to threes because they were wide open. But those three possessions in a row that they scored, their process was really good. And they had built up that move the ball around chemistry, like the, all right, everybody's in the right spot and all that. And I just thought that that and Hardy being ready, man, like just being ready to hit that three, to have that drive earlier in the fourth quarter. Like he, he only played 14 minutes. He scored nine points. He had an assist. Take that Memphis broadcast crew. He got an assist. That means he passed. Yeah. That means he that means he that means he passed. Uh, but man, it, what a decision for a kid to put Hardy in there at the end. Yeah, I think it is exactly like you said, where they just needed somebody who could attack and was confident in themselves. Because this, this wasn't a good Josh Green game. Like it just is what it is. And Hardy comes in, has really not played at all this season. The moments we saw him in Memphis wasn't very good. Feels like he's almost in the doghouse. Yeah. And he's just in the closing lineup immediately. And this is where, you know, the Mavericks depth kind of is on display. Like they yes. had a really good offseason. Yes. There's no, I mean, God bless these guys. I really like them, but there's no Theo Pinson's. There's no. Stop. You know, not, 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 not the first name. Not the first name. Well, hey, That's it just guy. is what it is. That's I, our I guy. like the guy a lot. That's our I like guy. The guy a lot, but it just is what it is, right? <laughs> like I'm just trying just to get him back it. on the show. <laughs> Okay, maybe let me rephrase that. There's no Faku Composos. No, oh, there we go. Okay. Well, I, hey, there's a, that fan base is rabid. If they're he, here for some reason, they're not gonna like that comment. He was on Real, he's on Real Madrid now, so it's okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, but you're right. We you, talked about the deep depth a lot this offseason. Yeah, they 11 people played tonight, and part of that probably is because Maxi got hurt pretty early. But yeah, um, 
I don't know. I feel like all these guys would have gotten the game regardless. It's just Holmes, Markeith Morris, and Omax, the guys that we haven't seen yet yeah. at all this season. And even then, like, honestly, if Markeith Morris is your 13th guy, that's not bad. That's really not. He's an NBA player, in my opinion, at least. I mean, he's your 15th guy right now. I mean, he, he hasn't seen the floor basically at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, none of those three guys have, right? Unless I'm missing. Did, has, Holmes hasn't played at all yet either, has he? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, yeah. Max Holmes are... Yeah, well, with Maxi not pl- not playing a ton, Maxi went out in the first quarter. He was he limped to the bench with like, he came in and then like two minutes later, basically he was just limping to the bench immediately, and then he went to the locker room, and I was like, oh gosh, he's he's done. like I thought he was done, and then yeah, the beginning I'm of the, he went back in. beginning of the second quarter he goes back in, but only for like a minute or so, yeah, and weird. Yeah, it was like a, it was a minute and a half. It was the nine fifty one mark, and then he left at the seven twenty four mark for for Derek Lively, and so he only played four minutes. He was out. The Mavs. What did the Mavs call it? I, oh, I texted it to everybody. Uh, the Mavs called it a uh, right foot injury. Just cut off all the right feet. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> with, can we Honestly, doing... foot injuries are not good. That's it's, not what you want I your know. designation to be. Because it's just like there's a lot going on. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of different ligaments. That's how I always interpret foot. Got slightly biased. But, Moonlighting for Doctor Brian, <laughs> our, our, our resident sportsman. There's no singular part. It's all messed up. But yeah, with between Kyrie with the foot injury and Maxi Klebo with the foot injury now, the Mavs will, will be dealing with those. So we'll see what happens with, with Maxi. Uh, yeah. I think they really do need him against against the the Nuggets though on Friday. Him and Kyrie. Agreed. Agreed. I I, I was talking about that. Like I'm I'm interested to see how if Maxi has some his time, how he's replaced because he he does something that not really anyone else on the team does. Yeah, which that, is like the, the small ball five. He can defend in space pretty well and shoot theoretically, yeah. but enough to where like he's at least somebody who, all right, if you're wide open, you'd be shooting this three. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. It's one of those where there's not a one-to-one replacement on the roster. Like you can't yeah. just be like, okay, now we'll just put Omax in or now we'll put in Markeith Morris in, right? Like they don't do exactly the things that he does. They, they, they can both, like those guys can both shoot, but they can't defend in the paint that well they can't defend out in space even as well like yeah it, it's hard to defend to, like to to switch that one one to one so it'll have to be a, a group thing i guess like you can't just put rashawn holmes in and replace him yeah so, no i saw uh, people say that and it's like they don't they're not that's even not even similar no not even not even close to the same like just functionally no. your team changes a lot at that yeah. point and the, without luca on the court like Without Luke on the court, even Dwight Powell is not getting any rim rolling stuff going. Like nobody yeah. else is running stuff with him. So you're gonna put Rashawn Holmes in all of a sudden and try and yeah. run that stuff. So I'm fascinated to see if Maxi misses any time. I'm I'm assuming he will with the right foot injury. You don't want to mess around with that. It so, didn't look good. No, I mean he he knew it immediately. Like as soon as he landed, he got up, he started limping, and then he just limped to the bench and limped to the locker room. And I was like, ooh. And was mad. That's when you know it's bad. He yeah. was like punching stuff, it looked like. Yeah, stuff like like inanimate objects. Yes, he wasn't punching humans. He was going into the <laughs> locker room like Ugh, to the wall, just punching Wiener Schnitzel and just. <laughs> <laughs> I had a German fan that listened to Locked On Mavs come up to me today, so hopefully he didn't. Ho- hopefully he didn't punch that fan. Yeah, hopefully that kind of sucks. I'm sure he was very excited to see Maxi. He only got four minutes of the Wurzburg kid. Yeah. Mm. So the the Mavericks win in the clutch, and I thought that that sequence was just so. Those three possessions in a row were just so good. The Mavericks had built up that that chemistry. They had built up that that cadence almost of all right. When Luca gets doubled, when they do this, we're gonna do this, and that's just Luca and the Mavs. They figure stuff out. Like they they will just figure out what to do on offense. Whatever defense you throw at Luca, they're gonna eventually figure it out. And it felt like they figured it out there. Right at the end, like right when they needed to figure yeah. it out. Uh, coming up, let's talk about some of the other guys. Derek Jones Jr., Grant Williams, 
Other guys, Tim Hardaway Jr., all stepped up in a huge way. So we'll talk about them coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook has all the odds and props and lines. Hopefully you took the Rangers all throughout the postseason. So check that out and check out FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. You can get a uh, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet, you can money line bet. You can check that out and see what you can get. Also, said this yesterday. I'm going to say it today. And I'm going to say it as long as it's true. Luka Doncic, now the favorite tied with Jokic to win MVP according to according to FanDuel. So check that out. He's plus 400. Jokic is plus 400 as well. So they're tied. Tatum is plus 700. Giannis and Embiid tied for plus 900 there. Put down 100 bucks. You can win 400 if Luka wins MVP. So again, check that out on FanDuel.com slash locked on. The app is so easy to use with a wide range of betting options. Check it out. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Shut it down. Let's go home. All right, slightly... Oh, the Rangers. Put a put a ring on it. Put a ring on that man. <laughs> put a ring on all of them. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. On Monday, yeah. on this podcast, Reggie Atatula <laughs> asked the question, what is the desired effect of Derek Jones Jr.? Because we're not getting we're not getting it, basically. Didn't see the, he didn't see the vision. He didn't even see what it's supposed to be. And I agreed with him. I was like, I, we're not getting it, whatever it's supposed to be. Over the uh, last two games with Derek Jones Jr., this game, 17 points, five boards. He had that huge monster dunk on on Levine. He hit two threes in this game. And then you look back to the Memphis game. Derrick Jones Jr. had the 22 points, four boards, hit four threes. What are you seeing from Derrick Jones Jr. that he's now found his groove, I guess? He's just comfortable to shoot. Like, that's just really it. He's not afraid of shooting. That's If you're you're Derrick Jones Jr., that has to be what you do. Catch the ball. I'm open. I'm shooting. You can't do the, oh, wait, should I? Should I pass yeah. it like Josh Green syndrome sometimes? Like, oh, wait. Oh, wait, I am shooting. He's just catching the ball and shooting the last two games, and it's helped a lot. He scored more points each of the last two games than he has in the last three years in any game. So it's just this – he's in a good spot, I think, and he's crashing the glass. I mean, that putback was nuts. Oh, I asked him – Tim asked him, Tim Cato asked him about it. Like what? Like break? Like break down that play basically? And he's like, you know, that I just, I just do that. And I was like, did you see Zach in front of you? And he like smiled. <laughs> he like smiled and looked, and he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I saw him, but you know, it, I don't care who's in front of me. I'm going for it. I'm going for the dunk. He said, I don't care if my mom's in front of me. I'm going for yeah. that dunk. And I'm like, I love that. <laughs> we need that dog. We need people who are, will literally dunk on their mothers. <laughs> That's something the, Maver- the Mavericks have been lacking sorely. You know who won't dunk on his mom? Who? Derek Lively, because Derek Lively's mom was there in the in the press conference. Because I, think I don't know you. I think you Lively's him in a game. Mo- I think Lively's mom would block him. <laughs> oh, true. She's like six true. four. She's a hooper. She, she is a, a hooper for sure. But yeah, Derek Jones Jr. Like the three point shooting. Like he's just got to be confident with it. And if he's going to yeah. be a shooter, and if he's going to hit those shots, he's going to get them open. I mean, he's going to be wide open. I was, you know, Rafael Barlow made a good point during the game again. I was like, man, he's taking these shots. And he goes, yeah, he's got the time to take them. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. He's got a, he's got a slow release, but he's got time to take them. And as long as he's confident, he can get them off by the time that a defender comes over and contests it. And that's what the Mavs need really bad. Yeah, there's no one in the league. Steph Curry has his own type of gravity. It's off ball. The entire defense is where Steph Curry at all times. Luke, no one has more on ball gravity in the league than Luka Doncic. Everybody is going to look for him. He's going to get doubles. People are going to sag off their guy a little bit just in case to help. And Derek Jones Jr. is one of these guys where if he's on the floor with Luka, guess what, Derek Jones Jr.? 
your guy's helping off of you. That's just what the scouting report's going to say. And uh, he's got to be ready to shoot, man. Nine attempts, that's that's a lot. Yeah. And, you know, three of nine, that, that's not like the best percentage, but I, I'll gladly take that, honestly. I really will. I'm you'll, okay with that. I mean, you'll take you'll take the three. Like you get three, yeah. three you get three threes, and the Mavs just you know need that. That's got to be nine threes. It's got to be one of his. I'm looking at it right now. It's the most he's shot uh, since 2019-2020. Yeah, and I, I don't know how many times he did it that year, but yeah, he might have only been once. Once he took it one time. It was against Toronto when he was with Miami, and that was his career high. So he's already he's that's already, it. He already tied his career high. When we knew it, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Um, somebody that probably this was also probably a career. I Grant Williams seven threes in this one. I mean, he just uh, you know people ask Grant Williams about his his shooting, and he said I was told not to turn down shots against this team. <laughs> that's that's exactly what we need though. Shoot the ball. He got he got him yeah. wide open, man. Like all I felt like all of his shots were were pretty wide open, but the the ones from Grant that you just love are the the relocation ones. I could just yeah, he's good I can still picture in my brain. He gets the he gets the ball on on the wing. And he pump fakes, and Kobe White just flies by him, hair going everywhere, and he lands. Yeah. And Grant does one dribble, relocation, hits the three. Like he's just so confident in that shot. Isaac called this before the season. He's gonna play in the three point contest. Yeah, he's gonna that. be there for for All Star Weekend. And I'm like, you know what? I'm with you on that one. I mean, that would be crazy. What is he shooting right now from three? It's oh my nearly fifty percent. After tonight, it's probably fifty percent. So, uh, uh keep <laughs> around there. You were low. I'm about to tell you that. 54, 54.3% on 8.8 per game. I mean, that's just. And like you said, there's there's a, you know, most of them are wide open, but his first three of the game, he was moving. He was coming off of an off-ball screen, I think, on the on the move, you know, uh, turns his body midair, hits a shot. That's it. That's it. That's ask like, don't ask me because I'm, I'm not a shooter, but ask shooters <laughs> and they'll say that's a that's a tough shot to hit right there when you have to kind of twist your body midair. And then one of the threes, I think it was the last three of the game, Caught it, didn't dip at all, just immediately caught and shoot it. Uh, you know, that those are not the easiest shots. So the fact that he just has the confidence to let him rip like that, and I, I love it. Like, that's that's what, Grant Williams, you're coming in here, you're going to attempt more shots than you did in Boston. More is going to be asked of you offensively. You're, we're not asking you to create or anything, but you're just going to get so many good looks. He you was, just need to shoot it. He was also on DeRozan a lot tonight, and DeRozan finished 5 of 13 from the field. Missed that one three that looked awful. Like, he was wide open yeah. and took that. I mean, that is just one the of the biggest, – The biggest mystery in sports, in my opinion. <laughs> it's as, if, it's as if you to took threes. a player, a literal, like, like all-league leading scorer from the 90s and just dropped him into today's NBA and was like, hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah. Everyone takes threes all the time, and you're like, wait, what? Like, I, I can take this mid-range shot. But it's like a 2K player with like 100 <laughs> mid-range and then like 25 three-point shooting. It's like, oh, if I'm behind the arc, I can't. I'm not Have we ever it. tested like, all right, take a shot from here. Okay, cool. Now step. Now take a step back. Like, where's the line that it breaks down? Like, is there is there a yeah. line somewhere? Is it literally just the three-point line? Like, one Maybe step Maybe if in, they removed he the would line make it. itself, the visible. Like, if they had it just where you could only see on the broadcast and not Stay. on the court. <laughs> just take it out. It, it's something about the psychology of how far away it is. Like it's literally not that much farther than the shots that he know, takes, like the, the mid range shots thing. and the three point shots. And he's so lethal with the mid range shots. It's just really yeah. weird. He was a minus 17 in this game though. But yeah, but I thought Grant did a good job defending him. Honestly, the Mavericks would have won this game by more. If Zach Levine didn't go nuclear from three in the first half, like he hit those. Oh, if, I, if I'm a bulls fan, what just happened? Like Zach Levine goes insane in the second quarter. Does I mean, and it's the Zach Levine, like every shot goes down and you're just like, oh God, because he has those nights. He dropped 51 against the Pistons. He has those nights where he's just, 
hitting insane shots. And he then he scored like, 50 the other night. Yeah, he like didn't touch the ball again. It like barely touched the ball again. It was really weird. He went he, really weird team. Yeah, first half he went six of ten, five of six from three, 17 points in the first half. Second half, one of seven from from the field. Missed all three of his threes. Like one assist, zero one. turnovers, one rebound, three free throws. Like, yeah, barely touched the ball basically in the second half. Well, they kept go, they strength. kept going to Vooch. Like they just kept dumping it down low because they're like, oh, we got this rookie center. Let's get him in foul trouble. And then who gets to play against Dwight Powell? But, but never yeah. worked. Lively had a great game. I mean, I, I just don't know. Like we said, the DeRozan thing. I don't know if the Bulls are aware that it's 2023 and not 1993. Because it's like, <laughs> we'll trade the Vooch post-up hooks for the threes. Like, we'll tr- we'll do that. When they got to the end of the game, I'm like, I'll gladly trade Vucevic turnaround hook shots for Grant Williams wide open threes. That's a win for us. And they got nothing out of Patrick Williams either offensively. He was He was trying his best on Luka, but yeah, they got nothing out of that. He's a rough watch. Oh, we didn't we bad. didn't really talk about Tim, but Tim had another just good shooting game. Uh, eight of fifteen from the field, hit seven of his thirteen threes, <laughs> like just a flamethrower. Twenty four points, almost led them in scoring. Didn't finish the game though, which was the that's yeah. the decision from Jason Kidd to play Hardy instead of him. Uh, he also had that moment in where was it? The moment in the is in the first yeah end of the first half. Drummond gets an offensive rebound, and he elbows Tim in the face. And then, or right in the jaw. And then Tim just is down. He's holding his face, holding, and like he's writhing almost like in pain, which is one of the weirdest things in sports where everybody else is down on the other end. You just have this one man yeah. in the middle of this large piece of like hardwood and everyone's staring at him. And yeah. they stopped, they stopped the game. And then Grant and the whole team, like from the bench, was like, what is happening? This guy got drilled in the jaw and nobody's calling any time, like any fouls or anything. Yeah, that happened to Exxon last game too. Dwight Powell, Dwight Powell, you taught them how to get hit in the face, but you didn't tell them how to get fouls from it. Like, that's the next step in your mentorship. See, the thing Powell does really well that I, people need to learn, you don't go straight down right away. You sort of mm. stumble back, and you're like, oh, oh. And then maybe you go down. And then you, If they lost this game, I think we go back to that, that moment in the first quarter where the, the Bulls got five offensive rebounds in one play. That was crazy. I, they didn't score, though. <laughs> they didn't, no. That was, so, since they won... They didn't yeah. score on that play. You got they got five offensive rebounds. The Mavs still finished the play at the end. This is a resilient team. I don't know what they finished <laughs> the game with, but at the end of the first half, they had like nine offensive rebounds, and most of them came from that one. Just that one. Yeah, what? But they, they had no, they two had second chance points. First half they had eight, so they had five in one play. Yeah. <laughs> they had three the rest of the time. That's good. That's good defensive rebound rounding by the Mavs and Derek Lively. Like the Mavs used yeah, to get killed I mean, on the offensive glass. Again, man, they've out-rebounded their opponents three out of their four games, and they did that 14 times all of last season. So just think about that. Wow. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. I have a co-host yeah. that agrees that rebounds matter. Wow. Who would- well, I'm going to be a 1,000% honest with you. Going into last year, I was maybe a little like, well, they're not the most important stat. And I have last year was well, that, just the that was that was Isaac Holt point during the the playoff run is that they can win without winning the rebound battle like it's not just about the raw numbers of rebounds and then now everyone paints him as this rebounds don't matter guy and it's very funny it's very funny to me <laughs> well the, the it's just like if you could really attack it like the Warriors did with Looney then it, then it becomes a glaring yeah, problem. That's there you go, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. Tomorrow we'll be back. Dana Larson and I breaking down the Dallas Mavericks and talking all about. What Derek Lively looks like, what, the, what Luca has done so far, and all that, guys. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.